be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes, an author, a journalist, a person who commits their thoughts to paper. But I believe it is so much more. The ability to craft a story, to change lives, to transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place, to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways the reader never dreamed possible. Yes, to have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways. To feel a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheeks. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on a foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before. Touching places long forgotten. Connecting with your souls in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Speaking of Writing, a new podcast. Speaking of Writing is open for authors from all over the world. This gives us an opportunity to broaden our experiences, to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and struggles, and realize that we all have a story and they are all worth telling. I hope you enjoy this. This is Rose Cushing, and I'm the host of Speaking of Writing. Today, my guest is Margaret Rizzo McKelvey, and she has a wonderful book out called Grid Pro Quo. So, Margaret, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about my book. I am excited to hear about it. What an interesting title. Before we get started, tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So, I am born and raised in Maryland, um, lucky to kind of be in the heart of horse country here, and I grew up eventing. The barn that I learned to ride at was an eventing barn, um, so that's what I grew up doing. Currently, I am focusing more on dressage just because my horse has, he has arthritis in his knee, so he's shouldn't be jumping all that much, so we are focusing on dressage, and when I am not riding, I am running, um, I own my own business called Mythic Landing Enterprises, and we are a full-service marketing and business management company with a focus on equestrian businesses. That's awesome, and I know from experience in my horse life that your business is top-notch, so I know your book is too. So tell us a little bit about your book. Sure. So the purpose of the book was to interview top professionals um, in all of the jumping disciplines and basically put their favorite exercises all into one book. When I was growing up, the barn that I rode at, um, we were very lucky that they would bring in clinicians throughout the year. And so I grew up always riding with different people. You know, I had my home base, but then we would have different people come in, and I learned just how great it is to be able to learn from different people and have all those different tools to put in your toolbox. And so the idea behind the book was to interview. We settled on 52 people um, with the thought of having one lesson per week, if you will, 
Um, and so we settled on 52 people, and I interviewed them about their favorite jumping exercise. And each person has their own chapter that includes a diagram and then the why they choose this exercise as well as your step-by-step how to work through the exercise. What a useful publication. I'm sure everybody out there teaching was really happy when this hit the market. Yes. Yes, it's been fun to hear from different people, not just, you know, when I started with the idea for this book, my thought was that it was going to be really good for the amateur riders that don't necessarily have access to regular instruction, whether it's because of their location or their finances or just their schedules. You know, some people have a hard time getting in a weekly lesson, and so I thought that this book would be a good supplement for those types of folks, but I've been pleasantly surprised that I've heard from a lot of professionals that they also love the book because it just gives them new ideas um, for, for their teaching and training regimen. Right. I think that's really good because no matter who you are, you, 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 know, you constantly need new ideas, and maybe you already knew these things, but it's great to get reminded of them. Yeah. So yeah, because I think everyone, whether, again, whether you're an amateur or professional, you kind of get into your routine with, you know, certain types of exercises that you are used to doing, that you're comfortable doing, and, you know, flipping through the book, we have everything from groundwork exercises to traditional gymnastics to coursework and stuff like this, so you can kind of flip through and, you know, maybe just think outside the box a little bit of what you've been doing and try something new. Right. I think that's wonderful. Now, you said you, that you're traditionally published? Yes. So I was lucky enough to work with Trafalgar Square, um, and they are probably, most people in the horse world have a book that has been published by Trafalgar Square. Um, their website is horseandriderbooks.com, uh-huh. and they've worked with a lot of top professionals. And, again, I was very lucky to be partnered with them for this project. Yeah, they're, they're a very well-known publishing company, so I'm sure they did a great job for you. Yeah, so it was, it was, like I said, I have never written a book before. Writing is not my main job. Yeah, so this was uh, definitely a new venture for me, so it was very nice to have Trafalgar Square to work with to kind of guide me through the process. Absolutely, and and you know, I know that you write very well because you used to write for my magazine. And, yes. You know, so I'm sure that, that you would have been successful on your own, but I'm glad you got picked up by a publisher. Yes, yes. I couldn't even... Imagine, like I said, with this being something brand new for me doing, um, I I couldn't really imagine doing it on my own. So, again, very lucky to be connected with them. Yeah, people don't realize that there's an awful lot to publish in a book. I mean, you know, you you write it and you think the hard part's done. Well, you're wrong. You're just starting. Yes, yes, definitely. So... As a writer, what do you feel like was your biggest obstacle in getting your book done? 
I think because of the format of this book being that I was interviewing different people, one of the biggest challenges was wrangling 52 different professionals, you know, to, to get, I wanted to make sure that I had a nice variety mm-hmm. of people to interview, uh, that I didn't want it to all be one discipline. And I think that I did get a good variety of people from, you know, obviously I am an inventor, um, so I have a lot of eventing people, but also a lot of people from the hunter, and even dressage world that contributed to the book. And it, while it was challenging to be able to make all of those connections, I had, I was, again, very lucky that some people connected me, you know, with just the right people and was able to get it done. Yeah, that, that's really great. And, and, you know, no matter what discipline you have, a lot of exercises are just good for your horse, even if they're not about yeah. your discipline. Changing him up is always a good thing to keep his mind fresh. Yes, and, you know, some of my favorite exercises, I think because I, again, grew up as eventing with that being my background, some of the favorite interviews that I did and with the exercises were for, from the hunter-jumper community because they were so new to me. Right. Um, and I really enjoyed, you know, learning that new new stuff. Right. I can see see where that would be very beneficial. So how when did you publish your book? So it actually, we are... This is now just a year um, anniversary of when I got the first copy in my hand. So it's been out for just about a year now. And the whole process of writing it took about two years. So it, it, was, it was, as you mentioned, it was a labor of love. Absolutely. And so what is left on your bucket list for writing oh, in the future? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is definitely a big check mark on my bucket list. You know, I've, I've written for several different magazines over the years and really enjoyed that. And writing a book was always something that, in the back of my mind, I just wondered, hmm, I wonder if I could write a book. And so now that that is done, I think I'm going to just... Um, relax slightly uh, and enjoy the moment. I've gotten to do a lot of cool things through this process, whether it was interviewing people like Ann Kravinsky, you know, who I grew up watching her on TV doing the big Grand Prix courses, um, or Eric Smiley, you know, and being able to text back and forth with Philip Dutton about after, um, you know, I've gotten to do such cool things. I've done a few book signings, which is something I never thought I would be doing in my life. Right. Um, and so I, I'm just really enjoying the moment, I guess, and, and really appreciating everyone who helps me with, you know, with this process and, um, and just making sure that, Everyone that I know has a copy and, you know, is really using it as 
my intention was for this to be a book that you keep at the bars. Right. You know, that is, is one of your training tools that you can go to. So that's what I'm really hoping that, that people utilize it for. It always impresses me with, with our industry, that with the horse industry, um, how giving people are and how willing to help each other that they yes. are. Can you speak on that a minute? Yes, and so I think, like like you just said, the horse community is so tight-knit and so everyone wants to help everybody. And so when I approach people, uh, professionals, about this book with the concept of, okay, this is going to be a collaboration, uh, everyone was so on board with the idea because obviously you know, reading training books from the top professionals is amazing, and they all each have, you know, worlds of knowledge to to give everyone. I think what sets this one apart and why everyone was so excited to be a part of it is because it was a collaboration of 52 different professionals from around the world, from around the world, from all the different disciplines, and just, you know, a, a different concept, I guess. And like I said, everyone that I worked with was wonderful. You know, like I mentioned that Eric Smiley, he is in the book and he has a chapter. And he was so kind because he then put me in touch with some of his friends in Europe, like Sam Griffiths and Captain Lettingham and um, Caroline Powell. You know, I mean, he's a huge... Yeah. His names in the eventing world, and he was so happy to help me get in touch with more people to make my book better. You know, he has no skin in the game other than his, you know, his name is in here, and he wanted to take part in it, which I'm so thankful for. <laughs> um, but then, same thing, you know, my I work with Full Care Design. They sponsor some of my clients. They I, I ride in their saddles and. I used to work with them, and the saddle ref that I work with closely, he was also happy to help me, and he put me in touch with some of his clients um, that, you know, would ended up being in the book. And it was just, it was interesting to see how, you know, each person that's on the cover, because I wanted to make sure that, all 52 names were on the cover. And, you know, there's a story behind how each person came to be in the book. Right. And a lot of it is either they answered a random text message from me or, you know, I was put in touch with them through one of their friends and it was, you know, a little bit of a snowball effect, but just a really cool process. I think a collaboration is so much fun. <clears throat> you know, it opens yes. doors and, and takes you places you wouldn't have gone. <clears throat> yes, yes, exactly. And like I said, we have two natural horsemanship type exercises mm -hmm. in, in the book. And I really was excited about including those in the book because I don't think everybody realizes how much you can influence your horse's jumping technique, style, confidence, 
by doing these groundwork type exercises. So even though those aren't traditional jumping exercises, I wanted to include them because I am so big on everyone learning something from everyone. And I thought that those would be really cool exercises to put in, you know, a jumping manual. And what a great idea to to include so many different things because every horse is not the same and you you need different tools for different horses. And we made sure, what one thing that I made sure to do in each chapter is if you go, you know, if you open up the book and you go to the first chapter, you have a list of the materials needed and how, just a little like how to set it up along with the diagram. But as you read through the why and the how, we included little changes that you could make for whether you're someone who is just starting out jumping and is more comfortable with ground poles and cavaletti all the way up to ways that you can make the exercise a little bit harder for people that are more advanced. So we try to include those things because, as you said, no horse is the same. You know, no horse is the same, no rider is the same, the partnerships are very individual. And so while we do include very detailed diagrams and explanations of how to do it, I think one of the overarching themes of the book is to not be afraid to change things slightly, adjust them to fit the needs of you and your horse, and and sometimes more practically to adjust the exercises to just fit into the space that you have. You know, not everybody has a big Grand Prix show jump fingering practice in, and so we try to make sure we kept that in mind that some people are working with limited space, limited materials, and we didn't want someone who was just starting out to be scared of picking up the book. You know, I have friends that are dressage writers that have this book and they use it as cavaletti exercises because any exercise in this book, you can just put all the jumps as ground rails. Right. And start there. And what horse won't benefit from that? So... I again, I was really trying hard to make sure that there was something for everybody in here because, you know, as you said, everyone needs something a little different. And what a great tool, too, to spur their creativity and adapt them in different ways and, and use them to inspire other exercises that would work. I mean, it's such a good product to, to build everybody's toolboxes, which is what a self-help yeah. kind of book should be. Yes, exactly, and one of the things that I also do is I organize a lot of clinics, mm-hmm. and again, because having grown up doing a lot of clinics, so I, I organize a lot of clinics, and I'm always surprised at, I would say, the lack of auditing that happens mm-hmm. at some of these clinics, because at least the clinics that I do, um, I never charge typically for auditing because I want to encourage people to come and watch and learn because you can always learn something 
um, someone desperate. Right. And one of Stephen Bradley, who is one of my longtime coaches, and he was kind enough to write the foreword for this book, he talked about how when you're at a horse show, if you have some downtime, go watch the warm-up rings. Watch some of the top riders warming up their horses or coaching their students. And it's like a free lesson. You can always learn something. And so we just, I always encourage people to, to watch, to learn, to read something different, to help each other. That's another big theme of the book is that obviously for safety reasons, you don't necessarily want to be jumping on your own. So one of the things that we encourage people to do is help each other. You know, have a, have a jump day at your barn or you set rails for a friend and then your friend can set rails for you. Right. Uh, for, for jumping and stuff and be those eyes on the ground because even if you're not even if you're not on your horse having a lesson or a jumping session on your horse, you can always learn something by watching somebody else. Absolutely. Um, and I really encourage that. And I personally, you know, Stephen Bradley's going to be coming to my barn tomorrow to teach a clinic. And you can bet that I'll be there for as long as I can, just watching his lessons, helping set rails. And I will definitely come away with with something something new. Absolutely. You're never too too smart or too old to learn. Yes, exactly. For sure. So tell us where we can buy your book. Sure. So the easiest place to go is the Fowler Square website, which is horseandriderbooks.com. And you can order the book there. It is free shipping and easy peasy. And they're actually really fast with their shipping, too. So that is the best place to purchase it. Um, if for some reason um, you can't get to their website, the book is also available on Amazon and Target's website. So you can go there as well. Um, and if you want a signed copy, I always have some in my office. So you can always reach out to me, and I can sign a copy and mail that off to you. So a lot of different options. All right. That sounds great. So you guys out there listening, if you're going to be writing a collaborative book, you might want to pick up a, a copy of this one to find out some good suggestions on how to do it right. Thank I you so much for being oh, on the show. I hope I did it right. <laughs> oh, I know you did. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's always lovely catching up with you. Absolutely. I feel the same. And thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for?